back like a bad habit, but better than you ever had it. And truer than usual, I might add. You are rocking with the Wednesday Night A Show, the AE Double Dudes. It's me, you, and these oobs, too. Of course, I am Ituru Zinza, Josh Custodio, joined by my co-host, as always, the man of 100 likes. These oobs, there's no underscore there. Zoobs, no Maddie tonight, where we're A Double Dudes classic, reviewing maybe a classic Dynamite tonight. Yes, and if anybody wondering, the, the retro throwback song off the top was a nod to it being Double D's Classic, and not that I am not 100% sure on how to produce the show anymore. Yeah, there were rumors that that was not just an artful choice, sort of bringing people back into the mindset of the A-Double Dudes of yesteryear, but that simply isn't true. That was something we per we discussed it weeks ago. We thought, oh, we'll use yeah. the old theme, we'll use the old format, because it'll be just these oobs and I. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. We still have a lot of Matt's creative genius kicking around the show. Uh, I still Come have, on. you know, we have this wonderful sound alerts. If you want to feel the presence of Matt on the show, uh, the wonderful sound alerts available, his songs and uh, falling out of a cannon fell off. Falling out of a cannon fell off. Uh, lots of lots of subs to thank. Uh, <laughs> Let's get to it. Um, lots coming up tonight, boy. It's exciting. It's exciting night. We're popping a big number here. People excited to think about a very good AEW Dynamite. So I'm excited to be here, old school style. Double dudes. Let's go through. You want uh, me to go through them now? Before or you, you to... think, yeah. Go for think it. subs in a moment here, Zoobs. I'd like to get to this comment from our pal. Hey, my name is Will. Saying as a real throwback, you guys should watch Dark again. <laughs> uh, your thoughts? Boy, we're a long way. We're a long way. We're a long way from that. I'm not even watching. I'm I'm, I'm rarely watching Rampage, uh, so we'll see about the dark situation. <laughs> Watch dark. I mean, I do sleep with the lights off. Will, uh, yeah. that's what we're Come on, uh, but no problem. buds, give it a take a hit this early in the show. It is that kind of evening around AEW. Spin I can feel it, Zoobs. Come on. Uh, who am I to not oblige? Do you want to thank a sub or two, and I'll uh, I'll do it to the people. Yeah, let's do it because it has been a very subtastic hero uh, mode tonight. First subtastic. few minutes, uh, yeah. hero mode tonight. I heard uh, in the chat coming out tonight. Torque Pendulum going hero mode. Love to hear that. Brick Mitten subscribe tier one for nine months. Sever one. That's eight months. That's on Prime for Sever one, which we have said so many times. It's like the easiest thing in the world to do is sub on Prime. Uh, they're making money. You're giving them money. You may as well give us a little bit. It just goes out of their pockets and into ours. Bosch style pile driver with a five gifted. Unfortunately, did it just as the theme song was playing. So I have no idea how that <laughs> sounded for people. Um, <laughs> if not good, I can try to find it uh, later on in the show. Pace style 21 months in a row. Sam Fells 18 months in a row. 21 total. I may have 13 months. Ashton Kutcher resubscribed to the Prime. That's four months in a row. 18 total. Come on. Port wow. Penderloin, 20 months. Going here, Omo. The anonymous gifter gifting it two. Real, Josh. Let's keep and R 99, eight months. And it, let's keep it real from MDK. Holy. Ashton Kutcher. Come on. Gifting to Samoa Joe Gaming. Well, is that actually Samoa Joe? Because if so, I would very much like to guest on the Samoa he's Joe a, I know channel. he's a gamer guy, so I can't confirm or deny yeah. if that is his channel, if he Twitch streams. Come on! Um, but welcome to come by anytime if that is Samoa Joe, or somebody else calling themselves Samoa Joe Gaming. They're, they can come by too. Hector Doink, Prime, eight months, Prime, so easy. Just do it. If you have Prime, just do it. Yeah, Hector Doink, thank you for Come reminding on. us. It could not be easier. If you're thinking, you know, I want to show these these fellas a little support, but I don't want to reach into the wallet. Another, another, everyone wants a dollar from me these days. I get it. But you know what you already have? You have Amazon Prime. And right now, that Amazon Prime subscription, you're giving all of it to Jeff Bezos. You're saying, oh, here, you have my wallet, pal. Here, every dime. For that money, you're already spending. 
you get one free Twitch subscription. And with that subscription, it means these Zoobs and I get a portion of that money instead of all to Jeff. Now, granted, Zoobs, a very small percentage. But one that we would appreciate, please give us your Amazon Prime subscription if you're around here tonight. We'd very, greatly appreciate it. Yeah. And after good to confirming, that is the real Samoa Joe. Hell yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you to our uh, Come on by. Food. Samoa Joe, if you have now have access to the VODs on, on Twitch, come on by. We're big fans of the man. I think he'd probably very much like what he, we've said about him over the past couple of weeks. And, to, and this week, I wager, I wager to guess. That's damn true. Thank you to everybody for the sub support. If you want to support in a different way, you can head on down to our sound alerts bar. Like you can see there, Matt's fingerprints are all over this show. And oh no, Zoops, why are you laughing? <laughs> it's the beating of his dad. <laughs> played by Torque Benderloin. Oh, goodness gracious. This is the best. This is another fun wrinkle of the show. Is I'll be able to hear all the sound alerts and Josh won't. I don't know how Matt does that. Um, that is a double dude's class. So you'll be pumping just me and Matt will and Josh Subscribe will be like with Amazon Prime. to plow it's through a very than doing good something point. really easy. <laughs> Look at our Thank you, Josh and Zoom. Look at this beautiful comment. Subscribe with Amazon Prime. It's easier than doing something really easy. Thank you, Josh and Zoobs. No, thank you for saying so. Uh, won't say a real name. But Me meant to say. Words. Meant to say. A great point from Fruits Redible there. Um, maybe it's not an altruistic Jeff Bezos thing that you're going to do. Maybe you're just lazy. It's also really – it's easy to do if you're lazy. It doesn't have to be uh, some you know statement with your, with your consumerism. <laughs> it's easy in a lot of ways. Yeah. Anyway. That's enough begging Zoops, for subs, feels, I think. This feels, uh, <laughs> feels kind of comfy, you know? Yeah. If Matt's out there, he watches all VOD. He's, of course, missed. We love uh, having dynamite around these uh, parts. But this is kicking it old school, and I don't mind it. But anyway, let's get into it, Zoobs. Let's do what it is we do best around these parts. Let me ask you, these Zoobs and the Brainiacs in the chat. On a scale of 1 to 7, 1 being the worst and 7 being the best, what would you rank tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite? You didn't spend money on it, Zoobs, but you did spend time. And that's the one thing that you can't get back. One. Music hit. Two. Three. Yes. Four. Five. You're pretty close. Six. <laughs> seven. Come on. One. <laughs> two. Three. Four, five, six, <laughs> seven. Come, Come on. on. It feels absolutely insane to not be able to hear anything. <laughs> Knowing that beautiful song is playing. Seeing you getting to shout, come on. My jealousy knows no bounds, Zooms, as I jump into the chat to machine gun through the numbers and then let you keep track of an average, and then we will give our scores. Hey, my name is Will with a seven. Steak buns with a seven. Fruits Red Bull with a seven. Trillium Guinness with a seven. Corvax 1266 with a seven. I am Ahab with a seven. Pace 5 with a seven. Seven one with a six. Dan Blutso five with a six. Sam Fels with a five and a half. Good friend Jake with a five. Stone Cold DT with a six. Irish Max 21 with a five. Noku with a six. Six and a half. Roth Z99 with a six. Torque Pendulum with a six. Area Thrasher with a six. Thomas W with a seven. Desider with a six. Qui-Gon Jin and Juice with a five and a half. Scoots gives it a seven from Sever One. Amazing. Seven. For no J Lethal from Ashton Kutcher. Five and a half from Bobby Burritos. Hartnell with a five and a half. Come Huck on. and Che with the full seven. Vacant Planet with a six. Maddie Mack with a six and a half. Knockout Panda with a five. Ashton Kutcher with the sub to the greatest wrestler walking the planet right now. Chuck Taylor. Whew. High score, Zoobs. And a lot of scores. I love to see a lot of scores. Uh, a lot of scores. 
Um, boy, a, a real range. The, the a real range of everyone thought Dynamite was good scores. We we go all the way from five to seven, and everything in between. I think hit there. Um, I think the first night in a hot while that we've had a lot of people come in and say no doubt seven. Right, it's been a yes. hot minute since we people not just saying ah seven, but like multiple people being like that's a seven banger. Um, felt like a big sh- felt like a good show all the way through. I don't know. I I came in. I came in like I don't know if it was a seven, but the, there was some really good stuff throughout this show. I'm excited to get into it. And uh, yeah, where do you land? I think I'm. I think I'm close to the audience consensus because there was enough fives and sixes and a half that I think. I think. It, what would you say consensus Come is on. there? Six two six. Six three. Yeah, I was maybe? gonna say six point two five. Would be, yeah, would be the average. Was my guess. I think right where you were saying. Sorry, uh, I am late. Me, it I was think, a seven. For the first time in months, maybe above the chat. Average. He's there. My, I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I feel joyful about this, but it's nice to be coming in above the average. It feels like it's been a long time. Easy six and a half for me, Zoobs. I wouldn't be surprised if I get talked up to the seven about this show. I thought things that we hoped the MJF era would be not just an MJF segments, but new starts, fresh feuds, returns fresh air at the top of the card. I just thought this was an incredibly promising episode of Dynamite that corrected some long-standing Dynamite mistakes. Um, had great singles wrestling on it. I, I was, uh, this was a chunky slab of meat for your man over here. I, I greatly enjoyed tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. How about you? Sorry, you didn't go on the record with a score yet, right? I sort of said I felt like I was aligned with the chat, but then once we okay, talked about yeah. what their score was, I think I'm right where you are. I think I, cool. I feel like I'm trying to talk myself out of saying 6.5 when there's no real reason to do so. I, I, you look at, you can nitpick the Jade segment. It wasn't all like, oh my god, off the seat, edge of my seat, but there's some moments that I was like, oh, I remember that for a long time. And like you said, some seeds planted in some places. Didn't expect Hangman. Didn't expect Ruby Soho. Um, always nice to be surprised. Always nice to have it be a surprise that you like. So yeah, I think I think. 6.5 is probably this and maybe i maybe i get talked into a coward seven by the end of the night these dirt sheets suck man you did have that spoiled for you no i mean i didn't oh right Two weeks yeah. ago dynamite <laughs> is super newsworthy because uh jeff jarrett's there yeah and this week you don't hear boo about hangman's back ruby soho's <laughs> returning yeah uh, i mean it really is just whatever the locker room wants to tell these guys something they can send them in any direction i think tonight was that sort of on display as much as i love to engage and read that stuff i probably should put less into it cut to me in two weeks tony Khan is like tonight's dynamite is Must great in yeah. all caps and I'm like, all caps all caps what's it mean brian yeah. alvarez reports that dynamite's gonna be good tonight of course like, oh, now, something big oh why would, it's about time something big was on dynamite uh, Ashton Kutcher gifting a sub to Impact Wrestling. Uh, unlike Samoa Joe, Impact Wrestling, if they tune into some of the VODs, may not like exactly some of the things we say on this program. Hey, they, they say, you guys are saying stuff about us over there? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and no, we aren't, quite frankly. <laughs> you want some free tickets to the show? Hey, I would I would take a free property, property of shopimpact.com shirt. That, that I would be going for. I would take it. Uh, I don't know if I would, uh, you know, wear it anywhere but on stream. But a different discussion for different days, Zooms. I think it's time for us to get into Dynamite. Review it bottom to top. We'll break it up in the middle with a slice of Wednesday Night Tweet tonight. Very excited to get to that game later. A nice crop of five for Zooms to guess. And with that, the horrible music of Dynamite plays us in, but it's quickly interrupted by Wild Thing. Big fucking Mox is here, and he's ready to rampage. Uh, or I suppose dynamite. Is, he's ready to dynamite. Yeah, I was gonna say he's ready to dynamite. Is what I would say. Uh, 
this crowd is very happy happy to see him. He's getting Moxley chance as he comes out. And, you know, not that that's unusual, but you do remember he was getting booed against MJF not that long ago. Thank you, uh, Gumby, for the gifted to the Chugs. Welcome, Chugs Nation. Uh, and do you think Adam Cole would be happy if he tuned in? Uh, some nights. We're, we're fair to him. We're fair to what him. What if he said story time that night? Well, that would be not – it's not my fault if he does that. Yeah. Here, in case he sees this one, watch this, Zoops. Did, did you know on Wikipedia they bill Adam Cole as six foot? No, they don't. Stop that. They do. I'm telling you they do. Stop that. I'm telling you they bill, they bill him as six foot. Okay. Well. So he probably wouldn't like that. Because, <laughs> I know. would like that if you're saying it. That can't be. <laughs> yeah, I, I would, if I said it deadpan. Um, Moxley's out. The crowd's loving him, and he tells us there are three certainties in life, Zoobs. Death, taxes, and John Moxley. I thought this was a fun line. Um, we talk a lot on this show about what how AEW sometimes fails people after the big win. And then on the flip side of the coin, how tough it can be as a wrestler after the big loss to maintain relevancy. And I thought Mox approached this head-on in a really cool way tonight. He goes, nothing in AEW has changed. I am still the top of the food chain. A win like that does not prove that MJF is a better fighter than me. If you put MJF and I in a ring again, who's the favorite? Like, he he didn't win because he's the better fighter than me. And there's not a man in that locker room who doesn't agree with me. I'm the baddest man around here. In fact, there's no one back there that w- can step to me or would dare step to me. And you know what? Damn it, there was one guy, Zoops. The return of Hanger. Hangman Adam Page comes out, and before we talk about his return, Zeus, what did you think of this Moxley promo to open up Dynamite? Uh, it was good. It's good. You're, uh, I do like the way that it set up the rest of the night, which we'll get to later. Um, the, the show had a great sort of through line in that way. Um, but yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I was interested to see. You know, I thought maybe I thought maybe we were getting a Mox is going away sort of like. Mm-hmm. We getting written off the show or something, or like come out and there's the firm. I, I have no idea, right? I was just sort of looking at like, is this going to be? Are we finally getting the Mox vacation that we he told, he told us he had to go on? <laughs> yeah. uh, doesn't look like it, and I was uh, thrilled um, to see Hangman come out. Really was um, somebody that um, you know you hope with the new year coming is sort of somebody that's like can can turn the page. Uh, no pun intended there, and sort of like get a fresh start on a year and like come be back to being the guy that we know as like a really important part of this show. Um, I really enjoyed that of it too. So it's like, yeah, right, great. Hangman's back. He's going to be over. He's going to be a baby face. That's what we need, sort of, especially if we if Mox ever does go away for an extended period. Yeah, this show could use a dose of Hangman Adam Page right now, almost no matter what they do with him. Uh, they, they need somebody big right now, and Hangman is big, especially within this company. Um, he comes out, uh, and I just fell in love with John Moxley here. Uh, not shocked by Hanger, and he's like, you sure you want to come at me? Do you remember what happened last time? Oh, wait, 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 sorry. You probably don't remember what happened last time. I mean, the gloves are off when you're dealing with John Moxley. Uh, I thought this was a great line. It fires up Hangman, and this uh, commits these two to a show-long brawl. Now, if there's something that people who watch this program know about me that I'm a sucker for, it's the only thing I want poached from the Attitude Era. It's when we get this continuity throughout the episode. Uh, th- these guys are not just, okay, this segment's over. We get later on Mox and Hangman continuation. And this happens a couple times on this episode. Uh, poor Moxley takes a sort of 
uh, laugh-emitting trip as he's going after Hangman here. But to me, it just really adds to the passion of the moment. I'm more than happy to watch these guys finish the business that they didn't get to, although I guess that TKO win is legitimate, obviously. Yeah. And Mox did get the win there. I think there's more of a wrestling match to be had between them. I'm glad we're getting to it. How about you, Zoops? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely agree there. Everything, especially the part about like they could they could really use over top of the card Hangman Page right now. Like it's really it would be really great if if that could happen again. Uh, it was a it was a huge part of some of the best times of this of this company, and part of the reason that they are where they are and have the reputation that they have was the story of building Adam Page in the first place. So. If they can, if he can refine his footing and sort of use this as a as a moment, um, and maybe he get, maybe he gets over, and that sort of is is sort of the way that we build that story, or he doesn't. I, you know, either way it goes, um, this is the kind of business I can get into, and sort of part of the part of the reason that AEW excites you in the first place is matchups like this, and um, sort of that that freak moment of injury almost adding to the to the next level that we're getting to with these two. Well, 100%. And I do expect that they're going to mirror this in the result of their rematch. Like, I fully expect Hangman to knock Mox out in some sort of way or choke him unconscious. And maybe that sends off Mox for a little bit. And then eventually Mox Hanger 3 is just a, a giant trilogy for this company. And Hangman can sort of be that top of the card baby face on uh, Mox's exit, as you pointed out, Sue. So I think just everybody's being served here. And uh, it keeps Moxley incredibly relevant for as long as he needs to hang on here. Uh, I liked everything about this segment. I didn't think this was like a S tier Moxley promo to open up the the show. I thought it, I think you said it was a good promo. I think that's basically what I yeah. thought about it. But I did think the angle he took on like it's true. Like cheating to win is not beating me. Like it's not, and no one should think it is. I'm still the toughest guy around these parts. Yeah. If, if MJF wants to listen to rap and I want to listen to country, this locker room's having a hoedown. Like it's that energy. <laughs> And uh, Mox, if you need to use that line, you you feel free. I got a book full of them. <laughs> and uh, I, I just really liked the – I almost wish it was delivered more because I thought the substance of it was so uh, on the money and a great way to take on that specific problem. Yeah, you did a better promo there than he did, I think. That was uh... – <laughs> <laughs> you found you... – Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I'm just saying old superstar Billy Graham lines. It's easy. Yeah, that's still... it's easy when you watch the superstar. Still. Send anyone you want. Just don't send anyone you want back. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Can I say one more great superstar yes, line? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I don't care if it's one-on-one, two-on-one, three-on-one, four-on-one. When I'm through with them, they're going to need nine-one-one. <laughs> How do you beat the superstar? I, I, I legitimately don't know. Only maybe Don Morocco. Maybe the only guy who can. Uh, up next here, I was surprised that this was the opening match today. I thought there was a chance this might headline this evening as uh, FTR walks out. Cash is carrying one ROH belt and one IWGP belt. Dax has none. I didn't I didn't know why Dax wasn't carrying his titles here, but he is in full gear out here to take on Brian Danielson. Uh, big pops for both of these guys, which I thought was good to see. I was kind of surprised on how these guys squared up Zoom. Sometimes wrestling, you don't have the best senses. You have to actually see guys' position. Dax is quite a, not quite a bit, but obviously bigger than Brian Danielson. I don't know that I knew that. Yeah, no, listen, this is a great matchup and the kind of thing that you would describe, I think, as Zoob's bait. Um, so eating it up and I, I did, I did, you know, it being the opening match, like, well, it's, it's not going to be the main event. That sort of is where they're, they've, they've had their spot yeah. for like the eye catcher, the people pleaser, the, the thing that you came to see that, and of course the mid, the mid hour where we get the MJF stuff. So, 
um, was thrilled to get to it right away and thought that sort of you get that you get that little green light agreement from AEW when a sh- when a match is in the opening thing is like this is going to get as many minutes as it should sort of that's like, sort of the thing you understand when yeah. a match goes on yes, first a hundred percent it's like if it, it might take twenty it might take ten it might take fifteen it's going to feel this is going to you're going to feel justified in in the match that you get out of the opening match and I was sort of happy to see that um, be signaled and uh, and pay off I mean. Dax is great. He's a great singles wrestler. He really is. And I love this. I, I don't really know because I'm thinking the other time that he's really done this is at the end of the Briscoes 2 match. But even there, Cash and uh, Mark are out of the match. So even that becomes sort of a singles match between him and Jay for the back 10 ma- minutes. And I feel like in Dax singles matches, he's really trying to get over as like a puncher, like not even a striker. Like he is a a slugger in a way that somebody else on the show who I didn't expect to was trying to get that across to you tonight. Um, and I really enjoyed the Dax Bryan striking exchanges. R- Brian with his more Japan uh, influence chops to Dax's chest, which were obviously brutal. And Dax gives some back to, and rends up Brian's Brian's chest is made of paper at this point. Yeah. Built for <laughs> professional wrestling. So you hit the guy once. It looks like ground beef. It's just phenomenal stuff. It's like how Matt Tremont, the wind blows and his head's bleeding. It's the exact same thing here. Um, but I just think that Dax's punches look great, but he, he lets them be equalizers. Like he lets guys beat him up a little bit and then land one big punch. And he's back in the fight because he can always count on this right hand. And uh, I just thought that dynamic played out really cool between them. And on the flip side, they let Brian be the better grappler. Like we think of Dax as a grappler, but only the way that he's like old school and not a high flyer. Like against Brian Danielson, he can't out grapple him. This is actually a match that Dax Harwood wants on the feet, which is not something that you necessarily think for a Dax Harwood match. So I I just found this incredibly easy to get into. My only slight complaint is the the finishing. They tried to do that ball pin thing that yeah. Darby and MJF did where it's like, everybody knows what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Where it's two count, two count, two count, two count. Um, and I, I didn't think, and you, you'd think these two would be very capable of doing it. I, I thought to like end the match there and it was like kind of clumsily executed. The final one into the LaBelle lock was cool. But I did think there were some awkward ones, or at least it didn't live up to what I would have imagined those two doing that spot would be. Like they almost seem like they'd be better at it than MJF and Darby in my mind. Um, but it is not so. Regardless, thought this was a banger. Uh, I respect Brian Danielson's love for bleeding and kicking people and causing damage. Really fun match. Yeah, man. What can I possibly add? Perfectly stated. I think. Uh, yeah. Um, the ideal. The, I, I mean, it goes without saying almost for me. The ideal, like what the show opens with sort of situation oh, absolutely <laughs> jump into the chat here for a little bit zoob see what the the people are saying um after could saying this match was my dinner and i am full agreed <laughs> knockout panda saying dax has been dropping the title lately probably tired of dropping them on the way to the ring he's been like dropping like putting them on the ground dropping uh wearing them to singles matches okay got it uh axe vs dragon was so hard hitting says dennis dirty work you're damn right you're damn right and of course more and more people are saying source scorch deck yes good match says gumby does crimes gumby knows a good match and that was one fantastic stuff yeah everyone agrees i mean you knew it was going to be a crowd pleaser and uh a nice it's nice when the opening match feels like a like a sign of things to come for the evening not and not like a, yeah boy that's the only thing and sometimes that sometimes that, that can really get the ball rolling and i feel like it did tonight 
Well, and this isn't necessarily their atypical style of opening match. Like their hot opener is often the a multi-man or like as it should be, like a high frenetic pace, more heavy kickout match. This was something more akin to Jericho Ishii the other week, where uh, it's just two guys beating the hell out of each other on television. And I don't. It's funny, and I think you probably feel the exact same here, Zoobs. But as guys who have watched so much television wrestling at different points in our lives. It is not taken for granted for me yet that this was so rare. Like, this was not a common occurrence. And yet that I can say last week, Chris Jericho versus Ishii, and this week, Brian versus Dax. Four separate competitors, two separate matches that I just adore, where is a more, we'll say, uh, enthused fighting spirit in the (laughs) ring in a way that uh, really just was not, was just not on television. Like, even at the start of Dynamite was not on television. Yeah. Like, it is a recent-ish development in the span of things and i'm just very very grateful for it it's great to fucking watch uh yeah absolutely right absolutely right absolutely right i think uh beautifully said two wrestlers having a good wrestling match i'd have been shocked if it wasn't good i think uh, one a good point that hey my name is will makes here that i think um maybe highlights the whole night is like a perfect match to have with no pay-per-view to build towards they they it is yeah. good to sort of like you have just have these feature matches like it's sort of it doesn't have to be a, the, the big story is that these two great wrestlers want to have a match uh that's not that complicated. See who's better. Like, you know what I mean? It's sort of like it, it reminds me of like good regular season sports, right? Where it's like mm, some, okay, yeah. So, sometimes teams just get paired up because the schedule is like all right tonight. Tonight it's Raptors Pelicans, right? It's sort of like it's just sort of uh, how it works. Tonight, you know, these these two wrestlers want to see who's better, so they're having a match that isn't like title implications. It's not story implications beyond um, this is what we do. We let guys have these fights, so. Um, I think that is a strength of AEW is sort of like, it's great when they do the storyline stuff. It's also great when they allow this kind of thing to happen. And then uh, in and in between, you don't have to worry about like, oh, what's the what's the road to this pay-per-view? Like, it's almost like a luxury to not having a pay-per-view right around the corner for them right now. That's sort of like, they can just do like cool, fun stuff the rest of the year. We'll see. We'll see if it works. But I, I, just, I agree with the sentiment. Just to sever one's point, who often makes great points in here, but just on this one, I don't agree at all. Like there, there are countless bad matches between great wrestlers, uh, sure. almost never ending. Uh, consider consider that Kevin Owens and AJ Styles both have a better match with Shane McMahon than they have with each other, despite <laughs> them having a trilogy. Um, there, yeah, there's this uh, Austin and Undertaker, and TV is its own format. Like it is, I I think that. These man, these matches manage to hit such heights in twelve to fifteen minutes is an art form all to itself. Like it's different than pay per view wrestling, and uh, I'm very impressed by it. Yeah, it was great. We loved it. Uh, at the end of this match, Zoobs, we find out that next week on Dynamite, we're having the battle ring or <laughs> the battle ring Diamond Royal. Yeah, <laughs> the Diamond Ring Battle Royale uh, on Dynamite. Now, the, this is a the winner of this match. They, they describe this in the most clunky way possible. They're like, well, this is a tournament where MJF gets a bye to the finals because he holds it. What, what this really is is the winner of this tournament fights MJF for the ring. Like, it's the they, right. they challenge MJF for the ring. Yeah, um, I didn't I didn't understand either. I was sort of, I think I was watching Dishes half, and I was like, they fight MJF? What the hell's going on here? Like, yes, the, so the winner the of the Battle like, Royale. Wait a minute, what? And they did clarify that later on in the show because I think people were confused. It's like, but he's the champion, so you fight him and you get a shot. But they're clear, like the winner of the Battle Royale. I thought it was sort of cool. We'll talk about it more later, but Ricky Starks does go out to say, like, why would I go in the Battle Royale even though I have a match with you? Because I want to take everything from you. Like, I yeah. want to take your ring and your belt. It's like, okay, you address it. I'm all G. Um, 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Tough but fair, says Sever. I, I appreciate that. Gumby saying, she battled my ring until my Diamond Royale. Hey, now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Zoops, what do you think of the idea of taking the ring away from MJF? As champion, does he need it? Or can he take the brass knuckles as weapons? Like, does he need this ring? I don't see the reason to reason to tape strip anything of him right now, frankly. Yeah. Can anyone else get the mileage he's got? Yeah. Out of why him is it just seeming like MJF? I don't. Yeah. I, w- I don't think that I would just be like, yeah, I give him a loss because he needs to lose something. I think the opposite almost, where he like just continues to sort of lord yeah. it. I don't, I don't need. I don't know that. I, I'm. I'll give it. I would have the faith they did pull it, but I would not. I would not be in the position of being like, let's. Take the ring away now. So it doesn't really make it a ton of sense to me. Yeah, it it reminds me of even band like I, I'm not the world's biggest fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But once you define a sound, it's like, well, they just own that. Like if you did that, you sound like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And even though like ring to cheat isn't this novel thing, it's like if Ethan Page ended up winning this thing and doing that, it's like, oh, you're just doing MJF. Like yeah. that's that's just doing MJF's act at this point. I feel maybe not, but uh oh, this is up next. Perfect. Uh, Tony Schiavone's backstage with Ricky Starks. Uh, Ricky Starks wants into the Battle Royale. He's making a judgment call. MJF, I'm coming for your spot. I'm going to take your belt and your ring. I thought sort of the rare miss on the mic for uh, Ricky Starks here. I don't know if he forgot his lines or just wasn't feeling confident. It just felt, felt off his game here. I, I I sort of bring up it's like a little bit of all just like, but yeah, but like, what's he cutting this promo even for? Like, he's already has the title match. It's like, could it, couldn't you have been, sure. could have been anybody else? I feel like Ricky was the wrong person to talk to here, but also like, I don't know if you expect him to be lightning every time he has the mic in his hands, and not the case this time. A whiff for sure. Yeah, no one swings uh, ten out of ten unless their name starts with a the and ends with the zoobs. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> no one else swings it. It's all run every single time they're at bat. Um. Exiting the commercial again. I'm loving this. I'm just liking the formatting a lot. So we're here. Here I am. I'm, I'm eating my meatballs. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Dynamite. Watching the commercial. And right out of commercial, Hangman and Mox are brawling. They're backstage. They're they're not in the ring. Security is still trying to yank these guys. But we've had an entire match since we last saw these two, and they make sure that they are going to be kept apart. They're not allowed back in the building. Why is this so good? Because it makes fucking sense when William Regal has to come out later that Mox isn't trying to kill him. Like, they give you a reason to have Mox out of the building, build his feud with Hangman, and let Regal and MJF have their moment later. So I just thought, uh, and it's not, oh, this is not reinventing the wheel, but AW just isn't good at this stuff. And they Mm. don't even attempt it often. And I thought that this showed actual growth as a company and addressing things that they're generally bad at. I thought this was an encouraging flag. Yeah, and it comes into play later on as well. Um, it's like it continues to play out throughout the show. Like they get kicked out, and then that's when Regal is like, "Okay, I, now, I, now I'll go to the ring." It sort of it makes perfect sense. Everything sort of it's just it's just pleasing. My my ape brain that is developed from recognizing patterns, it, it is pleased by these things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like oh, it yes, it's it's a big story I'm being told. This feels very good. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> feels good. I know what to do here? Yeah. Uh. Ah, that's I I noticed that and now that's happening. Happy Wednesday. McVanderhuge, seventeen months saying happy Wednesday. Thank you very much. A big happy Wednesday to our pal McVanderhuge. He has his own custom song and uh we met in Toronto. A wonderful man. Thanks, yes. McVanderhuge. I will take this opportunity, speaking of McVanderhuge man, in my Discord. If I'm gonna plug my Patreon zoobs. <sighs> Patreon.com slash J0SHC. We are in week three of Howard Stern month. Uh, I am going through what is the closest thing many big wrestlers have to a shoot interview with guests that you love, breaking down the clips, and tomorrow morning, well, actually, I mean, by the basically by the time 
A-Double Dudes ends tonight. Midnight Pacific. Mm. You will be getting... <laughs> well, I don't want it to, you know, go yeah, against yeah. our show, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't think this show's going to be going Midnight Pacific. <laughs> well, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying, you know, just in case, you yeah. know, we go real long. It was a great match later on this card, Zeus. That's true. Uh, we, we could get anywhere. Patreon.com slash J0SHC. $5 a month gets you all the Howard Stern month episodes, including tomorrow's interview. Howard Stern in 2001 interviewing Stone Cold Steve Austin. Being incredibly disrespectful to him. Learning all about his sex life. Calf Barbadoro from What a Time to Be Alive and Lie, Cheat, Steal goes through that with me. Uh, it's a very fun-filled episode. $5 a month gets you all those episodes and into my Discord where all the best wrestling talk online is going down. That's a patreon.com slash J0SHC suits. Major. Man, the Joss, the J0 Discord. Holy moly. It's, it's, it, it, I've been grinding. There's been content every week for, for, I mean, I've been, forget it. You know, I've been grinding, Zeus. Ashley Kutcher asking if there will be a Don Mattingly less than Jay's app. I think so. I think probably the end of this weekend we might, we might do something. Yeah, talk a little about that. Last baseball show I do with Jake Goldsby. I haven't done it in the last month or so, but uh, pick it back up at some point, I guess. Josh's timeline was talking about it a whole bunch when it launched back in March. You would not believe. The timeline was a buzz like you wouldn't believe. Do you remember when, uh, you know, everyone's talking politics on there generally? Yes. It's like, oh, can you believe this guy I've never heard of is doing this? Yeah. Uh, Instead of that, it was replaced by, can you believe these Zoobs and Jake are back doing it again, brother? Less than Jays. (laughs) And just even, even if you're just a wrestling brain fan, go download it. And listen to the opening music, a fantastic theme written by Matt Prince. And you're giving Zoobs and uh, Jake a download. And you love Zoobs, so why not? Put it on mute and leave it in another window of playing. I don't care. He does not care. He sees the number. That's it. Uh, Bob Burrito saying, join the Discord for Josh's content. Stay for the free t-shirt design files and the amazing community. Both those things are true. Uh, Give Exploder a follow. His most recent Big Mouth Loud Shibata shirt is God tier. Maybe his best shirt. He's done it again. He's done it again. He's done it again. Again. Uh, and maybe a hello to our YouTube viewers, Zoobs. I maybe. Maybe. I completely forget. Yeah. I forget they exist sometimes, but uh, the numbers <laughs> show that they're gaining on the Twitch viewers at, at a rampant pace. Uh, shout out to the YouTube viewers. Uh, Zoobs is always speaking ill of you, not me. Uh, I think it's a great platform over there on YouTube, and I say hello uh, to, to our friends over on YouTube. Luke Stanko on the YouTube asks, who goes over in a big match, Hangman or Mox? <sighs> big question. Got to be Hangman this time, right? I think so. We'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see where the uh, the the feud goes and who picks up the sort of the jabs and the punches. Uh, I would put Hangman over, but uh, that's just me. Could go either way on that. Renee is backstage with uh, members of the BCC and the JAS. BCC here, represented by uh, not exactly. You know, the BCC's got four guys in it now that Regal's gone. They say, okay, guys, we're having a sit-down interview. Uh, a non-physical Send your best orators. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to have a, a sit-down interview uh, talking. We're all agreeing to no physical confrontation. All right, Wheeler and Claudio, uh, we'll send you guys. Like, could they have not had a discussion? They go, well, you know, Mox, I kind of like if it could be you instead, my friend. Like, something like that. But uh, nonetheless, they are uh, here to get feasted on by Daniel Garcia 2.0. And um, <laughs> Jake Hager, in of course his purple hat, and immediately Daddy Magic, who assumes has been missing from this show. I saw Daddy Magic, and I go, why haven't I been seeing Daddy Magic? Nice to see this guy, hey. Oh, great to see him. Uh, great to see, him, great to hear him. Um, I'm gonna try to find this without and, p- playing well, the audio. Stupid. 
Suspenders. You wear a belt too. So anyway, we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it because uh, it's tough. I I want to like Cesaro. I love I love Cesaro. I you know I've been here many times. I love Cesaro, and you want to cheer for him to have these moments and and be get pushed up and be a part of the the big conversation. Part of that is is moments like this, but it's it's tough when it's like, man, you guys are people are getting smoked by Jake Hager on the mic. You're like, well, <laughs> that's not I, great. I, so I like the setup of this segment a lot, and I did think the performances were all right. But yeah, my takeaway was yours. It's like these guys are getting fucking bodied, and I guess there's a meta thing there. Like, should BCC be able to beat the JAS in what is ultimately a sports entertainment segment? A sports entertainment segment? No. In the other side, I thought Daddy Magic was great here, talking about, hey, Claudio, you know you're going to lose to Jericho and you're going to have to join the JAS, right? But don't worry. Being a sports entertainer, that means you can be anything you want. <laughs> this is how, this is the cell of being a sports entertainer. You want to be an astronaut. You, you want to be a singer. You can be anything you want if you're a sports <laughs> entertainer. I thought this was a, a great sell. But then... Uh, Dan Garcia, I thought, came across cool as a cucumber, pointing out that BCC is falling apart and that uh, Claudio would be lucky to join uh, JAS before it's a ship worth jumping off. But then, Zoobs, the hand the horn to my guy Wheeler Yuta. I've seen. Why do they keep doing this? Man, I, don't, I, I mean, there, I, don't, I hate getting on here. Being, I think he's a great in-ring wrestler, Wheeler Yuta. Right. It's tough, man. It's tough. I'll tell you, he, he tr- tries to do a... Burn, I'm trying to get the trying oh, the to get belt the, thing. The, the, the Angelo Parker's not wearing a belt in this situation. He's suspenders. <laughs> the, he tries to burn him with like you wear you wear uh, a, a suspenders, but you also wear a belt, and you look. Your eye is immediately drawn to Angelo Parker, who is not wearing a belt. So you're like, um, suspenders. You look really stupid if you tell this guy <laughs> that. He, yeah. Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is a, a good idea. JS looked great here again. The the Jake Hager purple hat renaissance continues on. Uh, I have no problem with this guy be, getting TV time in this exact role. I thought Garcia, as the leader of these three like goobers, but he's cooler and serious, actually sort of worked even with the absence of Jericho, like him being the he has the pure title around his arm. Anyway. This is all to say, we are getting Wheeler and Daniel Garcia for that pure title at uh, Final Battle. I think that's going to be a corker of a match again, um, as well as Claudio Jericho. But I think if we're if, if we're hoping, if this is in service of JAS, I get it. If this is like, all right, Wheeler, get in there and give him a piece of your mind. And he's like, oh, I'm tired of this. It's like, oh. I can't believe that, like... I'm pretty I'm pretty in on Hager Garcia as a team. <laughs> I can't I'm I'm looking at it like that's pretty close to like exactly my shit, unfortunately. I think <laughs> like, we have stumbled into something here. Wow. New Japan Tag League. I Daniel Garcia and Purple Hat Hager. I am ready. I'm, I am ready. I'm almost worried about how much that's like I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I want. <laughs> Here it is, two of my favorite tag teams in one shot. <laughs> Four members of JAS. <laughs> They're like, good. What they are really good, man. Say? They are really good. Um, yeah, I hope we see more 2.0. Uh, Daddy Magic talking every week. Um, yeah, I, I, just before we move on from this, because obviously I loved it. Uh, I do love the like 
positioning of Daniel Garcia of like, I'm so glad I didn't go to BCC. Holy shit. Like I, I chose not to go to BCC and every moment since then has been disaster for you guys. Like you've lost titles, losing matches, managers turned on you. Like everything on JS is great. We're having fun. Purple hat. I got a title. Like you might be thinking about joining. Yeah. <laughs> like we have two, R- ship. we have two ROH belts. Like I, I think it's really cool and really funny. Um, Really funny. Uh, Knockout Panda saying, well, you have to be a bit of a talker to get feuds going. What about Omega Okada, player? Uh, Gumby does saying, Hager got to stop with the cop fanny pack. Yeah, agree with that. Uh, Ashton Kutcher saying, pulling the purple hat out of the fanny pack. Welly's wearing a purple hat is the taking off the stig mask to reveal the stig mask territory. Agreed. He'd be like, I got lots of these hats. I like this hat. I like this hat. <laughs> I like the hat, too. I like the hat. I like that. You know what I really like, though, Zoobs? You know me. Zoobs, you're a guy who knows me. You know me as well as anyone who knows me. I try to think. I like to think that I know you pretty well. Yeah, I think I, I would agree with that statement. Uh, and I think if somebody said, uh, you know, you're you're at the bar, somehow my name comes up, and, and they say, Zoobs, does Josh like Samoa Joe TV title matches? What, what, do you, what would you tell him? You'd say, I'd say, I'd say more than just about anything. That's what I would say. <laughs> well, goddamn Zooms. AR Fox and Samoa Joe gave me what I was looking for tonight. Ashton Kutcher early saying uh, that he's he's getting dinner and was fed by Dax Bryan. This was my that. Um, I mean, not, not breaking the convention wheel here. Um, this is a strong base versus a great high flyer. The, the comebacks were what you expected based off of reversals and, uh, you know, using Joe's momentum against him. But, man, I just loved this match. I, I thought that as opponents, they matched each other so, so well. The way Joe kept, like, squaring up on him, like, trying to corner AR Fox so he couldn't do his fast stuff. Like, when Joe wants to look big, wide, and marauding, it's like, why you, of course, you're good at this. Like, why, why would you not? And he kept, like, trying to square up with them so he couldn't roll anywhere. Um... They do the spot where Joe walks away from the dives. People have seen Joe do this move before, but I thought a really good version of it here that serves AR Fox too, where Joe's on the outside, AR Fox is going for the plancha. Joe walks away, doesn't even turn his back. He's like, oh, this fool's going to dive again. AR Fox pivots midair, hits the rope, lands on his feet, and just goes to attack Joe from behind. It's like, ah, everybody's winning here. Joe's losing for his hubris. AR Fox is showing that he can land on his feet. Uh, Genuinely fantastic. So happy to see our Fox signed. Immediate, it was like it was just like immediate. Like, I hope a guy that is so much better. And a couple times you've got it brought up in the chat, and I want to say it now. It's like it's just so much better than seeing Jeff Jarrett and and Jay Lethal. This is the whole point. These two guys, those guys weren't on the show. Immediate seven. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, put the young talent guys we want to see. Guys we got excited about when we saw um, them come in. New guys, new matchups, good wrestling. Awesome. Awesome. Very happy with the AR Fox signing. Uh, if we could actually just hang there for a second, Zoobs. I'm not as uh, versed in AR Fox as a lot of people in our chat. We have a very tuned-in chat, which I'm always thankful for. Uh, my impressions of him have always been very high. Maybe now, never higher. Is this a guy we could have in the TNT, or TNT title scene permanently? Like, Is he at that level? Or is he going to be more flashy enhancement talent at the bo- uh, bottom of the card? It's a great question. One, one that uh, I we'll see what the chat says. I, I obviously always have even less of the AR Fox oeuvre of uh, memory than you do. I mean, holy cow! Where would you just after what you've seen of him? Uh, would you have this guy sort of uh, 
Okay, let me throw you a more specific question. What do you think of pairing AR Fox with someone sick and having them in the tag division? It's it's an idea. Listen, I'd like to see more of them. It's it's hard to know, right? Because we've often sure. we just talked a, a minute ago. It's sort of you want the they have a lot of talented they have a lot of talented wrestlers that that guy very good wrestlers get stuck as an enhancement talent. Um, yes. Can he cut a promo? Can he can he start? Can he get you to feel? A certain way about him, get to get you behind him beyond just looking cool and being cool. I I want to believe it. He has a great smoothness to him. He has a completely. Yes. In, in, there's a, a interesting way that, um, you know, we, we categorize a lot of different people as high flyers, but they all have a different special thing about how they high fly and what they're doing. His is like really like palpable. You watch it and you're like, man, this dude is so. It's almost like fluent in the in the way that his body moves, right? It's like he has this. Yes. It's not even just control. It's like it's very confident, natural, very and like yeah. yeah, it's like he's walking almost like when the way that he does it. Um, that I'm really excited about. Uh, so I think you know he he could hit where they have him. You know where they have him at, hoped for for Dante Martin, right? We're sort of hoping that Dante Martin sure. breaks out of that and gets into yeah. you would I say legitimate title defenses. So um, yeah, a couple people will. He might as well say it feels like a more developed Dante Martin. Uh, C. saying insert him wherever you'd put Dante Martin. I think he's better than Dante Martin is at this point. I would say, uh, I, but but again, I was very excited about Dante Martin when he first showed up, and then sort of like a year later, you're like, okay, don't really know where he slots in or who he really is. Um, Dante's ceiling is hard to nail because he does have something special going on. Yeah. So it's it's yeah it's, he's he's almost like specifically tough to talk about in those ways. But I, I definitely see what people are saying. Uh, Nako Panda saying going to be ROH bound after Kutcher uh, positing that he might be to the JAS. Those are both interesting options. ROH could be a good thing. It could be, it could be a good idea. You can sort of, I wonder if they're going to do sort of, it's hard. It's hard. So it's one of those things where you're always like, oh man, what if they did like a, a light heavyweight, like a, you know, like a, like a junior heavyweight title for like this kind of guy that isn't, it isn't a TNT title, but like it's specifically like for a, for the small, the smaller athlete title, right? Like. Yes, you know what I mean, like your your UFC bantamweights, where you're like, this is a sick division, and it, it, it like it's worth watching, right? But it's you've seen cruiserweight and that stuff done wrong so many times. Yeah, it's 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 tough once you start acknowledging that, right? Because you're you're telling people something. It's like, oh, the heavyweights are better in wrestling, not not in. Uh, I guess he fight. isn't. I guess he isn't that small. I'm, I'm almost thinking like stylistically, right? Because you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd have Dante Martin there, and I feel like he's roughly the same size as Dante, right? Yeah, so it's right. it's hard to describe, but you, you almost want to call it X Division, right? It's not about weight limits; it's about no limits. Uh, a lot of Impact Wrestling on the show tonight. <laughs> okay, that subscription, but I guess going a mile. I guess you can do that hypothetically with the TNT title, right? Because you can make it whoever has it sort of sets the tone, right? Like Wardlow is a big power guy, so now it's a pig, it's a it's a power guy division, right? You can you sort of make yeah. it if you do envision him as that kind of guy. Um, you can position him as a guy who wins the TNT title or the North You're American right, title, sure. and yep. it's like okay, this is the kind of matches we're having for this title until somebody finds a style that bests me at it. I don't know. Joe does pick up the win here, defending his TNT title. Um, he calls for both of his belts, which I think he just looks fantastic wearing two titles at a time. Not everybody does. Joe does. Uh, and welcome to a new era. I am the king of television. I'll just say uh, Air Fox build at six foot 185. So, but the, but the same size as Adam Cole, if I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's about right. Yeah, that was about uh, six feet. 
Zeus, do you have any argument with uh, Joe calling himself the king of all television? No, I love it. It's amazing. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump it off. Uh, no, not at all. I love monikers. No, no, no. I love nicknames. We love it. We, it's part of the reason that Jericho continues to get over is he keeps coming up with new things to call himself. Um, if, it, if, if, it doesn't, if it doesn't work, you just do, do a new one. Um, I think king of, Tele- king of all television is awesome. And then we cut backstage, Zeus. Wordle. <laughs> And uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with anyway. Uh, Wardlow's Wardlow's there, and uh, he's coming back. He wants the title's his. Mm-hmm. He's he's had enough. Joe, uh, you came up with the name War Joe. I'm basically reciting this this promo in the way he did. As I thought this was, I, I was like, we're on air, Wardlow. Uh, I did, <laughs> didn't think this was didn't think this was a great performance by uh, the War Man. And then he, he calls for the crowd. He's like, Joe, this isn't your world. It's Wardlow's world. Which Zeus, before you respond to Wardlow's world. It's actually a war dog, not the nickname. Not <laughs> Sorry, that's on me. Uh, with that said, Zeus, it's going to get us to our first of three Keep It or Kick It's of the evening, if you don't mind. Uh, Keep It or Kick It game, of course, where I pull a prompt from my wrestling brain. I just say it to you, the Zeus, and you, the Brainiacs in the chat. And you must tell me via the emotes bar if you keep that item, which means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, or you keep that, kick that item, which means you hate it, despise it, never want to see it again, Zeus. You, of course, know the rules of Keep It. I do. I truly, deeply, madly do understand the rules of keep it or kick it. I know you do, and so, Zoobs, let's get to it. Very simple prompt here, Zoobs. Keep it or kick it. The slogan, Wardlow's World, as Wardlow's slogan. Keep it or kick it. 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 Surf's up. It's a wave of kicks. Uh, no, there's some keeps in there. There's some dicks. wave of babies. Wave of babies. Um, <laughs> lots, of, lots of kicks in the chat. Uh, Elmo's world. <laughs> <laughs> it's so absurdly bad, says Gumby Does Crime. Sounds like a rejected Gumby. Nickelodeon pitch, says, hey, my name is Will. More like Wardlow's Hurl, says Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, okay. Feels like a magazine for kids who suck. I'm kicking Wardlow outright, says Corvax. Uh, this is incredibly funny to me, uh, says good friend Jake about the... Uh, feels like a magazine for kids who suck. Absolutely good. Wardlow and Stark should never do promos outside of the ring, says uh, Irish Mac Twenty One. I do feel like they that like almost AEW in general shouldn't do the person on video talks to the person in the ring. I don't know if they if, if it's like I feel like we're done with that as a thing that happens. I feel like it sucks every time, basically. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. Hey, if Shad, like if, if Bow Wow can't do it, I don't know if anybody can do it. Right? Let's put let's put it let's put it to bed. I think we're done and with finally this. Finally, we get the payoff. My, my favorite rapper on Dynamite tonight. I forgot to mention that. Uh, I will go through just for the sake of going through and getting it, getting it done here. Sure. Hey, my name is Will Knockout Panda. Trilly McGinnis, Dega Buns, Kicks, all around good friend Jake says, keep. It's fine. Ashton Kutcher, kick. Cadenza, kick. I may have kick. Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice, kick. Good friend Jake says, wow. Elmo says, kick. Says Irish Mac. Uh, Cormac, 1266, kick. Tuck in Shay, kick. This already works. Says, I'll keep that. No problem. Uh, you know, they always say one man's keep is another man's kick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sever one kick, C755 kick, Thomas W kick, Harry <laughs> Thrasher kick, Gumby kicking it, Torque Penderloin kicking it. 
<laughs> Borlo's world yawn. Uh, good friend Jake, I was surprised by how badly it got kicked. Uh, I I <laughs> sort of keep this another man to kick. I sort of lean toward the like it doesn't offend me in any sort of way, but I also did just say two sentences earlier that like you should just keep coming up with catchphrases and things, and if they don't work, get rid of them and just like. I think that it's – he's already done that a whole bunch of times, right? He's, how many shirts has this guy had with things he's just said that they try to get over his catchphrases? Some guys can't get catchphrases over either, but like – I get a problem with him saying Wardlow's World and then being like, ah, it sucks. I went with the new thing. Sorry, Zoobs. I hate it. There you go. When he says it, I'm like, why would a guy who looks like this be talking like this? It's pro wrestling. It's an era of pro wrestling that I think we're. It's right there with the guy talking on the <coughs> Titantron to the guy in the ring. It's. it's... <laughs> Fair enough. I, I guess there's a difference in energy between Wardlow and Ryback, and there should be. But like Ryback could do Ryback's world. Wardlow's a little more serious, actual ass kicker to me. I don't know. He's less like capital P pro wrestler. Does that make sense? Sure. I think it does. Yeah, I think it does. Anyway. Thanks for uh, thanks for keeping it and kicking it and thinking once, man. I might get that tattooed on me. <laughs> a, little, a little wisdom. Sometimes you come in here and you get some wisdom by accident. One man's keep is another man's keep. Damn kick. Damn. <laughs> uh, we uh, get a video, which is just more evidence. That it's just that easy to come up with. Like, you just come up with thing. You know, you just say stuff. Well, some, some of them. Well, so I I do I throw them on all the time and people go. Pfft. Yeah, but you. Right. They're people, not the zoos. People laugh. People. I do ones. People are like ah, that sucks. Right. Yeah, but. No, no. It's very easy if you but were then, to But then, then you come on here and you get one man's kick is another man's keep. And... You say, I see how we got the 100 likes. You go to, you go, you go to bed tonight and you get a smile on your face. You're like, oh, I had a good day, I guess. <laughs> I know I did. Uh, we go to a Hobbs video promo here, Zoobs. He's walking through a, a rough neighborhood, but the, the toughs are afraid of him. Classic. Um, he walks into a corner. So I thought this what, was uh, shot by the, way, cool. by the way, what's that like, Josh? Pardon me? What's that like when you're walking through a tough neighborhood and the tough people are afraid of you? What's that oh, like? Oh, no, come on. Stop that. No way. I lived in a tough neighborhood, but let me tell you, I was... Some people some people hurt the eyes. So you know, I have... Uh, th- this sounds like bragging, but it's it's just true. I have lived as like the toughest person in a small space because I, I went to a private school. I ended up getting kicked out, but I, I was born on a farm very rough family with my cousins and dad, lots of rough housing. And uh, the, the six months I was at that private school in, in grade eight, I, I was the toughest guy. Make no mistake about it. There was the three kids there that could have, they tried. There was nothing. <laughs> uh, but no, not in my neighborhood in Vancouver. Forget it. I keep my head down and I say, sorry, I'm not looking for trouble. Right. Just curious. Uh, very sweet. Soups. If I had your height, forget it. The streets fear with Turosinza, says good friend Jake. Uh, maybe in my 20s, brother. No, I'm, an, I'm an old guy now. When, when I get out of bed, I'm like, oh, I hope I don't have to fight today. You know, it's horrible for you. Um, But I thought uh, I did like this Hobbs video promo. I thought this was cool. I mean, it was what? Maybe 15 seconds long, maybe 20 seconds long. There wasn't a ton of meat here. It says to be continued at the end. I think this is going to be part of his repackaging, maybe as the Monstar. He's changed his Twitter name to that. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see where Powerhouse Hobbs goes for you. Uh, sky's still the limit. All kinds of time for Powerhouse Hobbs ideas and storylines and concepts. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and it's nice to know that they are thinking of him too. Like things like this are, he didn't end up losing that Ricky Starks feud, but things like this to reintroduce him, make him feel as relevant as anything. So we forget about pro wrestling, you know, like is 
you can lose and then get a video package of people looking scared at you, and that's also a win in a different way. Yeah. Zooms. They brought it back. Taz's technique talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we get Taz walking us through Hook's finish on Lee Moriarty three weeks ago. I don't know why the fuck they did this. It was just like talking about a match from weeks ago. Uh, but it keeps hooking our minds. Taz is legitimately great in this role. Uh, I don't I, I don't know that like I think this is a great call for AEW, but I do just love watching these videos. Dude, I have to go grab my dryer. I'll be back in ten seconds. I oh wow! You can probably pick up that buzzer otherwise, right? No, I have no no idea. What's the next segment? You can't you can't end a segment and then be like, I'll be right back. Oh sure. Well, I was running over for Taz's technique talk. Oh well, yeah. Okay then, hit hit it. I'll be back in ten seconds. We'll yeah, ten seconds. Ten seconds. Boy, how about that Taz's technique knock? I mean, I. I have a lot to say about it. I watched it in detail, so it's going to be easy for me to recall uh, the specific move that he was talking about and the finish that he was talking about, the match that I watched, uh, Hook against... Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty. Yeah, so that's my thoughts. Right on. And now, Zoops, we get to it. Our game of the evening! It's time to guess who tweeted what, who posted what on the Bluebird app. More and more people are talking about that. that you mean, you uh, mean the hell site? No, I, I could never call it that. Twitter's given me a lot. <laughs> I, I have warm feelings towards it. When, when people were telling me it was going to go away, I felt sad. I was like, oh, I don't want this to go away. Yeah, it I is like funny. It. it is funny that then immediately after that, like, terrible things happened in the world. And it was like, right, I remember why this, why people yeah. say they hate this website. It's like, oh, there's awful people that, like, revel in terrible things on here on purpose. I forgot. Yeah, it does suck. <laughs> I did love the three days where it was like, let's be really sentimental about this. And I was like, yeah, I do like coming on here every day. I was like, I just like wasting time every day. I think it's what I'm yeah, <laughs> but, but, you know, okay. But hang on. Well, you know, you're joking. But me and you wouldn't know each other without That's that. True. That's, That's like, true. That's true. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have most of the people that are here as well. I, yeah. I love the I love the bird app. My favorite. People call it bird app. Some call it hell site. I call it home. <laughs> Regal's out. And he intros MJF, Mr. Friedman, our world champion. Uh, right behind him is a uh, a table with a sheet over it. Obviously, there's a belt of some kind under it. I think everybody on Earth thought that there was a Burberry belt under there. MJF walks out. And I'm going to call tonight the Conor McGregor promo. Because there were three separate nods specifically to Conor McGregor uh, tonight that I don't know if only pro wrestling fans would get. Man, you are sharp as attack tonight. You got, you have, you've, had the, you've had the striking game on a lot of these, like, down straight and the references. I can't wait. I mean, I'm in uh, jujitsu all week mode, focused mind, <laughs> monk mode, survival. Um, Forty year old accountants are kicking my ass. <laughs> um, he comes out in a uh, a full suit that, if you zoom in, it says "better than you" in the words. Now, this is a call to Conor McGregor, who wore a suit exactly like that, same color, everything that said "fuck you" on it. Um, I wonder. If he would, because at, at a glance, when he first walked out, I was like, is he wearing the fuck you Conor McGregor suit? And then I was like, you can't wear that on TNT, can right. you? <laughs> like, you, because I don't think they ever got so zoomed in that the words were like clear, right? Right. I didn't, I didn't notice. I'll say that much. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Uh, secondly, he says to call him Mystic Max. Now, this is later on in the program. I don't know if people know this. Conor McGregor used to call what round he would knock people out in and call himself Mystic Mac. And then he opened the well, – anyway, we'll get to that as the, the promo goes on because this is 
Actually, you know, would it be psycho to open up this discussion with a keep it or kick it, Supes? I don't think that's psycho at all, in fact. Well, then what is your instincts we will trust because you are the Zoobs broadcasting genius. Here we go. Second of three keep it or kick it tonight. Because this was maybe the uh, primary take I saw on our Twitter feed, of course, which you can follow over at wrestling underscore brain. Uh, oh, Marlon. I bet Marlon realized that was the suit. It took me a while to realize it. It was really zoomed in after he hit Regal. Okay, cool. Yes, I'm with Marlon there. Um, keep it or kick it. Second of three tonight, Zoobs. This statement, MJF's promo tonight, was too long. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it. Do 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 do. MJF's promo was it too long tonight? We asked the audience, and they are rolling in the keeps and kicks. An interesting, interesting discussion about the promo tonight because. Um, you know, he's an inter- it's always an interesting spot with MJF. He's he's not directly feuding with anybody, but we see a bunch of seeds get planted. Um, it does feel like he's talking for a long time, but then the end is such an impactful moment that you're like, that's all I'm going to really remember anyway. Um, there was some, there, you know, he has the usual things that I think aren't hits in the way that they were, but it's still sort of he's the only person who gets to say them. Um, very interested to see where the keeps and kicks lie. Why don't you rifle through them, Josh? Yeah, I why don't I? Why should I rifle through? No, that's okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, would you like to? You, well, you, you, uh, you got this one. I, I need to delete some things on my computer. <laughs> Here I go then. Uh, good friend Jake with a keep. Bobby Burritos with a keep. Corvax twelve sixty six with a kick. Ashton Kutcher with a kick. Stake Buttons with a kick. Dennis Dirty Work with a kick. Thomas B W with a kick. Tuck and Shay with a kick. Baseball with a keep. Marlon Phillips with a kick. Sam Fells with a kick. C Sup fifty five with a kick. Qui Gon Jin and Juice with a keep. Area Thrasher with a keep. Cadenza with a keep. Knock Panda with a keep. Gumby does crimes with a kick. Sever one with a kick. Dennis Dirty for providing everybody that one man's keep is another man's kit. And, it's, uh, you know, it's worth thinking about. Maybe the nicest quote the Zoom's ever said. You, that that might legitimately get tattooed on my body forever. <laughs> one man's keep is another man's kick. I've been there, you know. I, I've been on both sides of that equation. More so it looks, than once. Looks like it comes down a little bit to a little bit kick. People are people are people are okay with the with the length. It seems to be the seems to be the 60-40 kickish is what is what uh seeing from that's how it felt to and me. i would agree yeah what yeah, do you what do you think right. are you are you kicking it? are you keeping uh i would kick it i don't think it was too long he had a lot of ground to cover and i thought for all the things he had to get across it was pretty really well done like there's a lot of ground to cover here i don't think anyone else on the roster eddie kingston included could do what he had to do here tonight like eddie's a great explosion like point him at a not explosion more of a sniper point him in a direction and he'll give you something really compelling mjf more had to like get across so much here and i'll talk us through the promo here as best there was a lot to cover but i'll I'll walk us through exactly what i mean here and then maybe you can give whether you were a keeper kick after that suits yeah so mjf's out like i said he's in the full suit with the scarf says let's talk about the firm I kind of have respect for the firm. They smelled my weakness and they attacked me for it. Okay, so he's addressing the firm here. I guess they are still going to be together, maybe rallied around Ethan Page. I, I don't know where Big Bill is. I think we could use some some Big Bill. Um, Always. I'd recommend everybody, though, head over to twitch.tv slash wrestling brain right where you are now if you're a subscriber. 
Uh, Matt and I booked all of Ring of Honor on last week's Ground Floor Zero, and we made some plans for Big Bill over there. So if you're interested in that, head on over to the videos tab here on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain and uh, watch that. Ground Floor Zero, Pro Wrestling's only uh, daytime late-night talk show. We'll be back this Saturday morning, 10 a.m. in the West, 1 a.m. in the East. We'll tell you what we'll be doing on there this Friday. Uh, exciting stuff. Come join us. Yeah. He kind of has respect for the firm. Okay. Then he throws the AEW title to the ground outside of the ring. Says, this is a crappy title. Looks crappy, of course, like all of you people. Uh, I forget who it was in the chat. I apologize. Somebody pointed out they had he had to sort of prod the uh, crowd to life a couple times. That was entirely true. Like, I felt like in this moment, he's like, I'm throwing the belt on the ground. He's like, just like you guys, not worthy, remember? And then they were like, ah. I thought that, yeah, entirely true. Um. He unveils Triple B, the big Burberry belt. <laughs> I gotta say, this this is uh this is this work and works on me, you know. I I hate that the AEW title looks like that. Right. <laughs> like I am I am uh, like that he's gonna be parading around in that thing. It will feel great when a uh, babyface restores that black leather to it. Although it does cross my mind, like whoever eventually beats MJF, like that's what they'll be hoisting into the air when that's they right. win it. It's like <laughs> all right. Well, they went to the thing where the they go and get the the good belt to, to hand them when they win it. Let's hope so. Let, let's hope that's exactly what they do. Um, he then moves on, or so so he gets all the appropriate hatred for this uh, new belt. And then I think he lays out his next couple programs for us. He says, I'm tired of the fake tough guys, Zoobs. And, and you know, me too. Uh, guys like Brian Danielson, Ricky Starks, and Eddie Kingston. Not three guys I would describe as fake tough guys. Well, <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, fake tough guy for Kingston, fake star for Starks and fake wrestler for Danielson. Exactly right. Uh, a very well laid out pro- promo uh, for like laying out three feuds at once, sort of. He then returns us to this uh, old talking point, which is an immediate uh, hatred magnet where he references this bidding war of 2024, which we all thought maybe, um, forgive me, Zoops, who was the, who was upset? Was it Discovery Warner that was rumored to be upset that he had kept bringing this up? There was somebody at the, executive offices that apparently wasn't happy that he was openly mentioning this stuff that's funny i didn't, I didn't even know that <laughs> yeah, that's a while back i'm anyway uh he then says i'm gonna be getting the biggest payday of any wrestler in history and i hope the right con foots the bill and i don't mean tony i mean old saint nick and i gotta say i was like wow we're saying nick con's name on television sort of yeah i, I was genuinely like uh I don't know, I don't, not good or bad, but I was like, oh shit. Like, that actually feels like a, not a shot fired. He didn't say anything, but it's like, wow, that's not even TV. Like, that's just right. like, th- I don't know how many people watch the show or watching, people watching this show, I think probably know who Nick Khan is, but people watching Dynamite, like, I don't know. And it's old buddy uh, Trips. He said Trips. That's, that's his next line. <laughs> uh, the game, Trips, calling out people in New York. Um, he then says he's going to hold this belt for longer than everybody, including that schmuck Bruno San Martino. I love that line. He then turns on William Regal, beating him from behind with the microphone. And, uh, well, Zoobs, let's just put it as what's killing him. With the brass knuckles, not the microphone. With the... Oh, was it with the knuckles? Yeah, he, he puts the brass Brad, knuckles who's... on first. He's like, without these brass knuckles, I wouldn't have any oh. walks around behind him and kills him. Too much note taking. Yeah, he's got the he's got the brass knucks on. That's the that's the thing. I mean, listen, yeah. So to answer the the keeper kick, yeah, I did think it was a little long. Um, 
I think he had to go to a little bit of the like, hey, I have the mic. Uh, he had to go to that a little too many times. I usually yeah. had to like bring them back to life a bunch of times. I feel like it just like it took a really long time to get to the belt unveiling, and we knew it was going to be an ugly belt unveiling, and it was like. <laughs> That part, specifically the promo, wasn't such great heat that it was like, you know, let's, it was you were sort of like, all right, just take the belt out. Like, it was like, think of all the people that have won this belt and none of them are anything compared to me. And you're just like, just get to the get to the really good stuff, which is the back, the back half of this is like really memorable, yeah. right? As you said, that's where the, the big hit is. Um, I am not... Uh, the people in, there's people in the chat that are that are pretty over the um, bidding war stuff. I It's not... doesn't like... Inspire a ton out of me, but um, only because he's been doing it for a very long time. But I also expect, like, 2023 is coming up. I expect it to be the, the cornerstone of his year that he's about <laughs> yeah. to have. If 2024 is the year, uh, his 2023 will probably be focused on it. I get it. Um, you know, I think he has a gear that he can hit that he doesn't hit here. It sort of feels like it's kept in second gear the whole time. But the same point as you, uh, I have the, I love the note of, like, well, you know, if he feuds with Kingston, if he feuds with Danielson, if he feuds with uh, Starks, Great, those, those three great three feuds. I'd love to see. I'd love to, you know, have the Eddie Kingston title feud and and him spank, saying specifically to the crowd, "Is you can change his name all you want, he's never going to win the world title." Um, sort of a, a, an easy talking point for an Eddie Kingston feud. Very well said. Um, I thought MJF actually said something both revealing and accurate in his promo. And I'd love to get your thoughts on it, Zoobs. When he says, "Yeah, you like me now." But a couple weeks, a couple months from now, you're going to say that this act is one note. It's stale. It's boring. I never wrestle. Do you think there's some truth to that? Is MJF's act one that has benefited from not appearing as much as some other people on Dynamite? Like, is this... Will there be people who turn on him that currently are, like, smugly enjoying his work? I I think that's funny because I was sort of like... That, that line almost sort of like... I was like, I, is that going to... Um infer with how even I review this where I'm just sort of like he's making it the not that the problem was intentionally not in his top gear but like he sort of is pointing out is like you people that cheer for me when I win titles like you're gonna get you're gonna get you're gonna get off this ride too because like you're not gonna like it um I we are two people that I think have MJF rated very very highly because he's done great work in the last year and I think if he does promos like this, where we're like, yeah, it's a little bit too long and wasn't his top gear, like he's playing into that a little bit. So you don't, he sort of, sure. he's starting to get into like the CM Punk benefit of the doubt territory where it's like, you're like, okay, but he's doing this because of this. Um, so yeah, I think that is, uh, it's an interesting thing to lean into. I do think it's true. I do think it's true. I think like he's not going to wrestle every week. He's not going to do what Mox did and come out and title eliminators and, and, you know matches every week and you're you win a match in mexico so you get a title shot against mjf that's not that shit's not happening right mm-hmm. um so we'll see i i don't think you know as long as it's as long as it continues to be good and and well researched and like to his to high level i'll be in i'll be on board yeah i agree and we're yet to see him with an opponent out there yet uh during his championship reign right like i think ricky will start to draw something out of him as we draw closer to winter is coming which is really two weeks away so i suppose next week we'll have to have some sort of confrontation between the two of them um and then i think ditto of course obviously for the eventual eddie kingston feud yeah yeah and the anything i'm looking forward to big time yeah i thought this was a good segment i thought he had a lot of ground to cover i didn't think it was too long because of how much was stuffed in there but i also don't think of it as like the high watermark MJF promo, but I thought it was a good promo on a good uh, episode of TV. I had no problem with it. Yeah. Ricky Starks is in the ring. 
Then Matt Hardy comes out. Then Ethan Page comes out. Matt Hardy works for Ethan Page now. Uh, and he, Ethan says, you're going to help me win the Dynamite Battle Royale next week, Matt Hardy. And I was like, oh, man, I hope, I hope that isn't true. You know, because I love Ethan Page and I love Matt Hardy, but you know, you hate to see unless it's gonna now Zoobs, don't get my hopes up here. But is there any chance this could break Matt Hardy? Oh, I'm, he he looked he looked a little broken on the ramp there. Oh man, can you? I'm no one wants the broken gimmick back more than me. That's that's a world championship tier gimmick again in my mind. Yeah, you 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 oh, you could have him pin an MJF on television, no problem on the compound. <laughs> yeah, all right. Dunk him in the lake. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, then Ricky Stark squashes Arya Divari. They're Good. wearing identical gear. Tough. Uh, yeah, tough. Thing. This is a problem. <laughs> Another that too. interesting issue in, in, uh, in AEW. You can't be wearing identical gear. Look up on your phone and you're like, look up your phone and you're like, did he just get, did, wait, did Ricky Stark just get squashed? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, after what you're saying, the firm is dead in the water. Yeah, you might be right. Tough scene. You might be right. Gumby thinks I'm right. That again, once again, that's how you get read aloud on the channel. You want to make sure stuff. your comment gets read? Yeah, that's good stuff. That's, that's the kind of comments that we love that you people come to the to the, to the show for live. You come to the show live, twitch.tv slash wrestling brain, you get to say we're right in real time versus saying it out loud in your car while you're listening to us or wherever you wherever you Which we do appreciate, obviously. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Um good segment from uh I thought Davari sold the finish well. And uh, yeah, size for Ricky and MJF. I genuinely feel like that Winter's Coming is going to feel like a big show. If that ends up being that and then Hangman mocks in the co-main, that legitimately feels like a giant show to me. Like they, Come on! Coverage. Yeah, and thank you, Ashton Kutcher, for the gifted sub to House Hardy. They are not strangers to the channel. Brainiacs themselves, the Hardys. Broken! Yeah! That's, that's a really good impression. Oh, thank you. It's the laugh. Matt's like, gone this week. Somebody's got to. Yeah, somebody's got to jam up the impressions. And you're you're filling the void nicely. Thank you, my brother. Uh, Tony Schiavone's backstage with uh, the champion, Jamie Hayter, being spoken here for by Britt Baker and muscled for by Rebel. Uh, Britt's pissed off with Tony because like you have a sit down with Soraya on Rampage, on. but not the champion, Jamie Hayter. Like, how does that make any sense? Right. Good advocacy by Britt Baker. I thought this is this makes a whole lot of sense. They bully Tony, and uh, they're basically like, "No, no, you will do it. We're telling you." And uh, so next week on Dynamite, we get a Tony Schiavone, Jimmy Hater sit down, and I I think that's uh, awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, like the sort of uh, Ursat's manager thing that Britt Baker sort of like a mentor looking out for. Like I'm, I said when they did the title switch that I'm really glad they didn't go right to the Brit thing. I, I'm sure we will get there, but like. Let them be friends. Let them let them be yeah. let them be a good relationship for her for a while, right? That was such a it's such a it, it, it'll make all the more difference down the road when when we see the cracks. Like it would be easy let to us have forget about it for a bit. Yeah, it'd be easy to have Britt already winking at the camera and be like, "I'm going to set her up eventually," right? But she's like, "They're not doing that at all. They're playing it totally straight." I think that's uh, I think that's great. Best t-shirt maker in the game, Bobby Burritos, gifting a sub to B Man Four Twenty. LOL. It's probably somebody. Thank you very much, uh, Bobby. I'm curious who it is. It might be. It might not be. LOL. It might not be. It might have just been a community sub, but it might have been a. It might have been a. It was a community sub. Never mind. I was like, oh. Ashley Kutcher sometimes picks somebody. I was wondering if that was what that was. It's not. Bobby, get that Instagram in the 
in the box. Make sure people see that Shibata shirt. It's phenomenal. And now Zoom's move on to one of my favorite people on the show. Willow Nightingale is out. And this live audience has just had the Ricky Starks moment and uh, the MJF heaviness before it. And they're still thrilled to see Willow. Yeah. Willow legitimately over as she enters here to take on uh, Anna JAS. Um, Willow's right hands rule. Um, I don't know if she's like if it's a character choice to like mostly just use the right hand, but she does like forearm slaps, punches, and it's all from the right. But it's really good. She does like a just a non-running lariat as a move. I thought it looked absolutely awesome in this. The you know the hit points with the grappling transitions didn't look like the smoothest thing you've ever seen in your life, but. People are ready to like Willow Nightingale a great deal. I think her and Jamie Hayter basically can't happen quickly enough at the top of this card. I'm curious to see what Willow's high end is in ring. And opponents like Anna Jay, all due respect, don't exactly get to showcase that. And I think the crowd is popping off and ready to like Willow Nightingale. And AEW is the place that runs with that sort of stuff. Be fun if she beat Jade. Sort of like this complete, oh. this complete anti, like, enough of this, like, shit. Let's get somebody we all love, right? Wow, Zoobs, I hadn't really considered that. That's kind of fun, isn't it? Yeah, and it seems more more, more of a stepping stone than throwing it right at, at Jamie. But, I mean, the, the hard-fought loss to Jamie is one one route, but I'm ready for one of Athena or Willow to, to, to be like, I'm aiming this at at Jade. Couldn't agree more with my brother uh, Pacefall here quoting Willow and saying, nothing matters. Smile anyways. That's right. Fantastic stuff from uh, Willow and Pace. Um, but I don't know. It just, we've been looking for these stars in the AEW women's division and like compelling feuds. And Willow Nightingale's just like here on a platter, like just yeah. ready to be, like, I think the crowd will just go with her. Um, give her some promo time on TV. Let's learn a little bit more about her. Let's give her one of these Tony Schiavone or maybe even a JR sit down. Because I think this is somebody adding some depth to the character beyond just like, sort of a Bailey, happy, smiley, upbeat person and finding out, like, is this a facade she's putting on or is there is this just, like, a message she wants to spread? I think there's, like, actual character... Like, I want to know more about her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you all the way on this. Come on. I was just saying, I thought Anna had a great match here for the record. I don't know, great, but I thought it was good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's up. It hasn't been a... Straight line up for uh, for Anna Jay, but you know you like you like to see long term improvement. Yeah, agreed. Um, there's just a lot there where I would be uh, deeply satisfied with, like, and I I really like her as a follow up to Jade. The more that now we've planted that seed, it is such like a the the slingshot has been released and just has gone in the complete other direction. Yeah, and uh, good triumphed over this bigger, stronger more glamorous person and it's like nope just like good triumph like that's what it took to to take on jade like that that's sort of interesting yeah and you sort of have like you could explain it away with, way with like she's she's starting to treat the baddies really poorly and like yeah. willow's will just end up having like legitimate backup and the baddies walk out on jade and you're like well now she has nowhere to run nowhere to hide and again my, my alternate getting off of jade is athena who's just like i've been murdering jobbers for the last year I can't wait to get my hands on you. <laughs> and then just like woodsheds her in 40 seconds. Wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Uh, we get the return of Ruby Soho at the end of this segment. Uh, the crowd did come alive for her. The commentary said she wasn't born too far away from there. I don't know exactly where she's from, but they were in Indianapolis tonight. And they said she was born not too far from there. So curious how uh, how much work two is doing uh, in that sentence. 
Um, but yeah, she's back. How does that move the Richter scale, Zoobs? Oh, that's cool, man. Awesome. You you forget pretty pretty re- pretty recently she was in like the big. It was a big signing. It was a big deal. The cool teaser video. Um, I got, I sort of reminded a little bit of um, the return of Malachi Black last week, where I was like, mm-hmm. I just. I'm ready to I'm ready to give this another I'm ready, let's give this another a go around with Ruby. Like it it seemed like she was a can't miss, gonna be somebody who's involved in everything important in this division not long ago. And uh the injury and like a, a hard angle coming back of like, hey, you injured me, I'm here to fucking whip your ass. Like I think it's a good way to relaunch her. Take and take and take the loss, she can look strong. Um somebody that like we thought was going to be an impact maker. I still believe she has that talent and uh could be a really good sign. I'm I'm into it. Uh, Maddie Mac is correct that uh, I think she did. I uh, did tie break her nose because her yes, nose. Yeah, looks, yeah, yeah. On the pre-show, yeah. that's that's why she's coming back together. On the pre-show of I think All Out, she had her yeah, nose right. Smashed up. I just can't remember it was if it was the nose, but that must feel nice. I bet she can breathe a lot better now. Yeah, so they did that to my dad. They they broke his nose and then like repaired it. Cool. And then I was like, wow, I can breathe like a new guy. She's from an hour away, says Sam Fells. Okay, good, good. Thank you, Sam. And uh, yeah, not so two not doing a ton of heavy lifting. That's good. <laughs> And uh, Tucker J saying Snoop discovered Bow Wow. I, I discovered Bow Wow in grade four. I'm a real early head of Bow Wow. That's why he's my favorite rapper. Yeah, all these Johnny come lately. Everyone's, everyone, yeah. everyone oh, I listen I to him, him forever. Yeah. You're not going to believe this, Zoobs. I knew him when they used to call him, get this, Lil Bow Wow. Wow. Because he was a, a smaller guy then. Yeah, not like now. Now he's like, he, now he's like yeah. No, now he's just. Size he's of a wrestler. Wrestling Lil. sized, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we move on. Uh, to QT Marshall and OC. And I love this recent OC stuff where his version of being cool in short segments is just like interrupting people. Like his way of not caring is being like, I'm going to go the next thing you say. is like, yeah, okay, I accept. Yep, yeah, great. And QT wants to like make it a big deal. He's like, I, well, I want a shot. And OC's like, okay. He's like, well, I did it on Rampage. He's like, okay. And he's like, well, I'm in the Lumberjack match. Like, That's fine. Yep, yeah, see you there. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, I a like little it. bit, like Lynch Cassidy yourself. So. Ah, sometimes a little bit. Yeah, listen, I lean to it. He, legitimacy to the North Atlantic title. Um, it's hard to have too much to say about like a 15 second. I think it's cool. <laughs> I do like the I do like the bit. And now it's time for the Jade Cargill celebration. Uh, she comes out in a money two-piece and a bright green fur coat and with gray hair zooms. Yeah. Jay Cargill out here making gray hair sexy. Looking like old money, I think is the is the. <laughs> oh, you can't get anything past the zooms. You know, you put it on a train moving two hundred miles an hour, you might have a chance. But outside of that, it's probably not happening. Everyone feeds off me, the baddies, AEW, everyone here. If you put me next to anyone in our locker room, the regular consumer would think I'm the star. Yep. I'm glad you said it out loud, Jade. I, I agree with that. Um, she gets this whole celebration thing going, celebrating her, and then it's a Bow Wow video that interrupts you. So I thought we were probably going to see Athena here again, was, was my guess. Or maybe even I was praying for a return to Chris Statlander. But instead, we finally get my favorite rapper, Bow Wow. Uh, and, and he just says, What does he say? Off tour. What does Bow Wow oh, say? Oh, I'd love a transcript of what Bow Wow says to her. <laughs> Uh, he says something to the effect of, I'll be off tour soon, uh-huh. uh, and so I'll see you very soon. Uh-huh. So I think he's threatening stalking her? Yeah, I'm not really sure. Is like, are we having a match? What exactly are you doing? Uh, what exactly is the Bow Wow strat on? It was a cr- crappy payoff, I thought, you know? 
yeah, him not really explaining what he's planning to do or why. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> I I thought that I just I don't know how you have this big thing pay off with like I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Here. He's going to be around. He's going to mixed tag. Are we saying we're we saying we're asking Jade Cargill to carry a mixed tag match with <laughs> Bow Wow? Is that where okay, we're? Hang on. What if I I have an idea? Who have even who's even on the team with Jade in that situation? Or is, or is Bow Wow a, a male res, a male wrestler that you could feasibly have Jade whip? I don't think he's going to wrestle. I think he he said in the promo tonight he's all about the money. I think he's gonna pay Red Velvet to turn on Jade. Oh, and then Red Velvet will, or maybe Kiara Hogan, I guess. Yeah. Um, but Velvet was like an early Jade match, and it wasn't too bad. We don't. This, the story's not told on Red Velvet. Like Red Velvet showed promise at moments too. Right. Maybe that's it. Maybe Bow Wow's gonna pay off Red Velvet or Kiara Hogan. Man, you are. You're quick. I would. I would have never got there. We'll see. I could be wrong. I'm, yeah. I'm just guessing. I, I was distracted tonight. I thought I thought Jade Cargill was breathtakingly beautiful in the segment. Yeah. A bow wow was going to be like the DDP stalker, says uh, Irish Fact Twenty One. <laughs> that would be very funny. Right after uh, Zoobs did the DDP Diamond earlier. I was, and then Zoobs yeah. was time for the main event. It, it was is. time for the Elite and Death Triangle to square off once more uh, in a match here. And their best, continuing their best of seven series, um, that has sort of been built around if who will use the hammer to cheat and who won't. Uh, and this was sort of their Omega Okada three. I thought it was their sprint version of the match. They right. rush out and start brawling on the the ramp immediately. The the rules barely kick in until halfway through this match. Everyone's just kind of doing everything. Uh, Penta hits Phoenix. There's like some uh, madness within Death Triangle. Omega! <laughs> Yeah, what a pairing! What, a, what we've said many times, what, this all over the place. There's a ton of uh, a ton of action all over the arena. You're you're getting uh, these giant things. You get. I, I do like the, I do like the moment of the uh, like they've been brawling for five minutes and already gone to commercial once, and then they get in the ring and the bell rings and the crowd goes nuts. I think that's sort of a neat little um, wrinkle of a thing. Um, yeah, are you excited weeks from now when you're going to be in Seattle to watch another edition of this match? Pretty cool, yes, right? actually. Pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not tired of this at all. Yeah. Uh, I like watching these matches. Um, and I'm not even Mr. Trios. I just, there's lots of pairings to this. Do I wish it was built around something a little more interesting than specifically that little, like, framing hammer? Yes. Like, that <laughs> That hammer just looks like the weirdest thing of all things to attack someone with, to, like, power up. It's like, is that that much stronger than, like, your Pentagon? You, you kick people with your heel all the time. Like, is that dinky? Like, that's a framing hammer. Well, they're not going like, to be in that... Seattle, people saying. Everyone everyone in the chat reminded me that they're not going to be in Seattle. Oh, right. Of course. Yeah, Omega's at Russell Kingdom that day in uh, oh, Japan there you go. with Osprey, Jan 4th. Forgot about that. Man, that match is going to Hold on. I, I'm going to need I'm going to need three more people to confirm that in the chat before I believe. Okay, let's wait and make sure. Let's just. <laughs> is anyone sure? Does anyone know for sure if it's coming to? <laughs> it's my fault. It's my fault. Well, you didn't know that. It's my fault. Um, oh, man. Kenny Omega and Osprey. I'll take that. You know what I got to find is somewhere to stay in January 4th and just watch Wrestle Kingdom there that night. That's what I got to find. There you go. How hard can that be? Uh, good friend Jake confirming. A friend, thank you to our to the Lance. Good friend Jake. Thank you, Marlon Phillips. Card subject to change. You never know. Absolutely right. <laughs> Absolutely right. A lot, of, a lot of chickens being counted. A lot of eggs. Only All I see. <laughs> 
you can't try and hatch it before the swag man. You, you won't come out ahead. Marlon's right. Tell me, Zoom. Is the card subject to change? I think if you looked at it right now, you would get that right there. They could be there. <laughs> That's funny. Um, great stuff. Uh, I did think that the it was a little rude of Pac to have such a great headbutt after Ruby's kind of lame one earlier. Ruby did like the fall hand on one, and uh, Pac on uh, who did he hit it on? I guess Omega in this match. Who is he on the top turnbuckle with? Oh my goodness! Well, some some member of the elite just smashes him with his face mask. Yeah, it was Kenny. Just smokes him because he's got the face mask on. I thought that was a great spot. Well, there's a high octane, very fun, very fun match. Yeah, not tired of them at all, dudes. It's a little surprising for me. I'm anti trios, uh, if you remember. Yeah, no, I'm. You like, you like to check in. You like to check in on the heat. On you know when you know you're getting oh, yeah. six or seven times, uh, where you're feeling not even halfway through it. Um, it's neat. It does feel like uh, an event. It does feel like a word like you're like oh that's a worthy main event like these these two, yeah. these two absolute top level uh, trios teams that you know are going to like it's going to take everything they have to beat them on each every single night. Um, I think it's I think it's neat. I think uh, I think I'm enjoying the best of seven format more than I thought I would. I think initially I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna eventually be like all right let's get to the fireworks factory. But I think uh, I think it's sort of an exercise in enjoying them the the beauty for what it is the really good wrestling matches you're getting. Um, at the top end of the shows, and Dennis Dutterwork, a good point. They have been pretty different vibes uh, so far to each of the yeah. matches, which I think, you know, on first blush, people would maybe the, we talked about this before. The Bucks get accused of this all the time. It's like it's the same thing, and it's not storytelling. I think they've proven that wrong in many times, but this and this as well. Like it's been three matches with three different focuses and three different styles. Uh, it hasn't just been you know spots and organization and chaos. Like there's been a different flavors to the Absolutely. to the chaos every time. So I think that's a great point. Actually, because you're asking if we noticed no Jay Lethal tonight. Yeah, I was texting Zoobs how disappointed I was. I thought, you know, could yeah, have no been Jay, tonight. No Jay Lethal, no... Uh, a lethal combination to my interest. No Jeff Jarrett. It's so hard to hard to give it a seven, but... What is the show becoming? <laughs> oh, Bobby, that's a good idea, Larry at Barn Seattle. Yes, yes. Very interesting. Zoobs, that was dynamite. I thought a cracking episode of the program I love so much. Yeah, nice, nice, nice little heater. Back to be back in, back to the good shit. Yeah, back in business. Back yeah. to the business. And I think, yeah, like this week was obviously better than last week, and I was not talked into a seven last week. So there you go. That feels good. Are you talking to a seven this week, or are you still, you still mid-six? Six and a half, but if there was a New Japan talent dropping some people on their heads, I could have gotten there. Beautiful. There you go. That's Dynamite. <laughs> 